Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. My name is John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And this is our very special Father's Day episode dedicated to all you fathers out there who deserve your time in the spotlight. Here's to you, dads. Father's Day? Y- yes. I don't, I don't think that's a thing. It, well... I know about Mother's Day. That's um, definitely a thing. Well, Father's Day is a it's it's the same day in June every well, is it? I actually don't know if that's true. It's in June every Sorry. year. I leaned away to eat an almond. See, I'm you... learning. Okay, uh, so I appreciate <laughs> you eating Almonds away from the microphone, I mean, I so we can't the hear the crunching and munching. Do you want? Please, no. Do you want to see? Maybe it'll be good. No, How about for all those I, people who like to like sample audio effects? This is this I is don't. the sound of an almond being crunched. Okay, ready? That's. I'm pretty sure most people like know what that sounds like and could probably. Yeah, but what do they rec- need to sample like, record it, it on their iPhone or something? It could be cool. Remix it. I believe Father's Day is the third Sunday in June every year. I think that's what it is. And it is May 31st. Yes. Well, when we're recording... Okay. Way to show our hands. I know. I know. We've been been so good. We've... Well, not really. The last backlog episode is not great either in terms of that. Oh, really? For the musical guest. Yeah. Yeah. So... This this is another episode that we're recording ahead of time because I am still in Europe when you're hearing this. Uh, and I, I hope I'm having a good time. Or dead. Maybe I'm dead. Mm. I don't know. I, I thought about that today. I was like, what if John dies? Yeah. And then... What if there's a terrible plane do crash? Do I release these episodes? Do you think the public will expect it? I think you gotta. Right? I would want you to. Okay. And you That's can good. you have me on record saying that. Okay, because I was really looking for like some sort of direction from you in that sense. Mm-hmm. This could be kind of like your letter <laughs> to. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's like your audio will in case anything happens to you. That's <laughs> instead of like doing like a little I, recording of yourself, like with a video I have camera. S- a bunch of stupid bullshit written and now i feel like this is way more important this of like a document be remembered by this better be a good one john this sucks happy it's, father's day it's probably what if not you impregnate your girlfriend and then die and record this very special father's day episode of downtime with john and emily and then that child can listen to this in lieu of having a father like what paternal advice would you give to that child right now go uh um um, just you enjoy life, dude, buddy, little, my pal, just in, just have fun with it. You know, don't, don't work too hard. Cause that's a sad life to lead. Do only do what you want to do. This is what you're leaving your child. My, <laughs> you put me on the spot. <laughs> no. Pretty lame advice. I think like, it's they good. already know to have fun. That's like everyone already knows hey, to have a good time. John. Little buddy, no, no one. You never work a day in your life if you love what you do. Boo! What you, Look, it's like I an am inspirational tea bag. <laughs> I am trying. I'm working with what I have. Listen to <clears throat> you. Fucking try to do it. Okay, go for it. What do you mean? What if I die? Yeah, I mean, you could also die. It's true, that's true. I'm not going to Europe, but I am. This is still like future or past Emily talking to future Emily. Yeah. How would I have a child if I died in two weeks, John? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I wasn't an egg donor. Hypothetically, in this scenario that you have a child. That is listening to this. If I'm pregnant, you come up my with something right now through the miracle of science. <laughs> yes, I don't have a girlfriend. All right, no, I'm not engaging you. This. this is silly. This is malarkey. No, oh, you did it to me. <laughs> yeah, because that's feasible, John. 
Yes, but I'm saying you try coming up with something good to leave your child with on the spot. All right, cool. Um, you spend all your time in both your sh- either your shoes or your bed. So spend money on both. Everything else doesn't matter. Shoes, bed. If you're a girl, shoes, bed, and bras. That's it. Don't spend money on anything else. You need to spend that good, good money. You spend it on a good pair of shoes and a good bed. You'll be happy. Boom. That's, advice. that's lame. That's like... That's like the best advice ever. Mine was like broad life advice, like words to live by. Yep. These are also very practical words to live by. See? See? It's good stuff. All right, little buddy, if and you're never listening... never apologize do, for anything. Do that. Except for that if you do something stuff bad. stuff, too. Spend... Do the money thing on the shoes and the bed. <laughs> You can't just piggyback on my <laughs> life advice. <laughs> you didn't like my advice. <laughs> All right, we need to talk like, about we camping. Think children are gonna be fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, especially if they keep drinking. Can't in honor of Father's Day, and in honor of I think more, somewhat specifically our father. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna do a good, nice, fun, calm episode about camping. I love camping. I also love camping. Like, what about us wants to, like, what about humanity makes us want to, like, find a house and spend tons of money on it and, like, nest and then leave that nest for the cold, hard ground? Like, why do we want to do that so bad? Like, yes, I want a house to live in, but I also don't want to live in it all the time. I want to sleep outside, like, a lot. That's exactly what I was thinking, like, when I was writing this out, because, like, it's frickin' ridiculous that we, as a a species, like, we figured out houses. Yeah. So what, what, what makes us want to then go back, like, our ancestors had to do that. Mm -hmm. They had to struggle and, like... Make food over open flames and like live in tents and shit and like survive storms in the wild. That sucks. Yeah, and then Why they were like, we... "Remember it's that?" Like, it, like it's like an insult to them for us to well, do it know, as a leisure activity. It's probably like it seems so much better than it was like in hindsight. Like I remember high school much more fondly than I probably lived it. Right. And now I'm looking back at those times, being like, "Damn." Remember when we had 20 minutes for lunch? <laughs> that was dope. Like, it was, that God. sucked. There was not enough time. Yeah, Remember if you're when in you high get school your cell phone this, enjoy, taken away from you? Like, enjoy lunchtime. It's my fucking phone. Was... No one can take it from me. That's some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Most of my time in college, I had either no time for lunch or like a couple minutes for lunch. Okay, so I was talking to a high schooler. It's a little yeah. off topic, but I just like, high school is bananas to me, dude. So I was talking to a high schooler because they like the bus boys at my job are high schoolers, and I okay. was like, I'm down with the kids. I can talk to this kid, and he's like, Yeah, this is the last week of school for me, and I was like, Oh wow, you guys get out early, whatever. And he's like, Yeah, well, you know, I have to do a bunch of like after school time, and I was like, What? what? And he goes, Well, yeah, I missed a lot of school this year because there was like like sick or something he got sick or whatever and they he's counted like, on a person by person so he's person like basis? so he's like i have to go to saturday school for and then i have to go after school on monday for six hours what the fuck and get this i don't like, goddamn they think have so. to go to saturday school and they have to pay ten dollars an hour i'm not kidding you no fucking way dollars an hour that's ridiculous it's ridiculous to stay at school and sit around and do nothing i said well i said to him i'm like what are you gonna do have you had finals already he's like yeah so So he's gotta sit and do nothing and pay for eight hours and pay for it that's disgusting and i was like i was like Well, I was horrified, right? Because I was like, why didn't they make you do this before finals so you could at least study? And he's like, well, that's not how it works. And I was like, so you're going to be sitting on your hands for eight hours and paying for it? He's like, well, yeah, because the teachers have to be there to watch us. And I'm like, it's not you don't pay the teachers. The the school pays the teachers. Yeah, they're on salary. Full Lord. 
that's insanity. By this. And I, like, I was like, they always, he they was always like, threatened well, us with the, stuff like that. They, they always was... threatened to hold us over after the semester was over, like if we had too many snow days. But they didn't do it on a person well, by person yeah. basis. And I was like, he was like, well, I missed a lot of school. And I'm like, well, was that was that your fault? You could have, you could have had mono, you know? Yeah. And he was like, well, yeah, I was sick, and I did all this. Yeah. Stuff. What do the kids with like family. serious illnesses do? That. That's insane. It's That's so, so immoral. Yeah, remember how much high school sucked? Holy crap. But this it is didn't like, suck that much. I, once I told him, that I was bullshit. like, that is some hot nonsense. Like, I was, Seriously. I was mortified. So I just wanted to share that with you because that was like the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, now I'm just upset. Yeah. But yeah, camping. Camping's fun, though. I'm going to eat this almond. You talk. Okay, so... And I, I kind of struggled with coming up with these... Um, logs of firewood. Tent poles. Tent poles is much better than my thing. <laughs> logs of fire. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tent poles of wisdom. Tent poles of wisdom. I had trouble coming up with these tent poles. And I, I don't know if they're equal. So you be the judge. I've got four of them. Okay. I think they're pretty good. All right. We got food. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yes. Equipment, definitely important. Games and location. Games. Well, yeah, because, or like maybe just activities in okay. general. Because I like, like activities. You, you, need a, you need a thing to be doing while you're out there. This is true. Know? Like some people fish and some people hike and some people right. stargaze. And there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to yeah. do. Exactly. Cool. Okay, so what, so, was, what was the first one? Fashion? It was. <laughs> <laughs> we can add fashion on top. That can be like the rain fly. Uh, yeah. On top of our. Oh, the rain fly. Sure. Tent of wisdom. <laughs> sure. Okay. We got food first. Camp food. Food, equipment, games, location. I figured we'd start with location. Okay. Location, location, location. Let's do it. It's the most important thing because mm-hmm. that that sort of determines. The activities you can do, the kind of equipment that you need, so on and so forth. Okay. So what are you thinking for a location for your ideal camping situation? I feel like I'm very like focused on my own little radius right now. But some camping that I have genuinely enjoyed. Because, you know, we normally did some like mountain mountainous mm-hmm. wood. Yeah, woodsy, we always did the hiking. Exactly, type of thing. But I really enjoy... Camping here at Huntington Beach State Park. Okay. Because that's like sandy. You walk. You can walk to the beach, but you're still... It's actually more comfortable because oh, the man. ground's not as hard. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely thinking it had to be waterfront. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Like, that's like my... Some of my favorite camping adventures happened on a waterfront, be it lake, river, ocean, whatever. Yeah. So this, this form of camping is really attractive to me personally. And it's mm-hmm. like... You, I feel like you got to be careful with your beach campsite, though, because there is a tidal yep. factor, right? Right. You but this know. is like set back hmm. nice enough that you're just kind of on a sandy, but it's starting to be woody. So it's like sheltered, plus this nice sandy bottom, plus just a short walk to the beach. I feel like it's got it all. So I was thinking, and I really like this beach idea, but I think I want to take it a step further. Okay. Because... My criteria for location, literally the only thing I wrote down was someplace you can see the stars. Okay. And the stars, like the the clearest I've ever seen the stars was when dad and I went to sea base in the Florida Keys Mm -hmm. and we were sailing around for a week and we moored ourselves like a mile offshore. I agree with that. That is also the clearest I've seen the stars. Not not in the Florida Keys, but when I was on a tall ship. Yeah. There so. was like absolutely, because we were so far off land, there was no light pollution. And I, I it was like the most magnificent. I set up a hammock mm-hmm. from the, uh, the front halyard to the mast. Mm-hmm. And I laid out under the stars all night and I saw like the most magnificent meteor shower. It was incredible. That's dope. What about when so, you were in New Mexico? I'm thinking New Mexico. I don't remember looking at the stars too much. 
that is lame because you were in the I was middle like, of the desert where it would like have been 12, really though. awesome. Okay, so what you were And we also both. didn't like sleep outside very much because it like that desert gets fucking cold at yeah, night. Yeah, it gets cold. Well, I was thinking is like desert would be ideal, but it's fucking hot during the day and freezing at night and then you have mm-hmm. to pack for all of that. Right. So I'm thinking, and this sort of solves your tide dilemma also mm-hmm. you camp on the water i think like floating platform yep oh shit i'm thinking we 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 build a platform like a floating platform and that's the basis for all of our camping activities well yeah and then you get some nice ambient noise you get mm-hmm. a nice little rocking motion mm-hmm And we could even market that, too, because I feel like that's not something that people ever do. I mean, in lakes, they kind of do. But you know you know why they don't do it, though? It's because you do get wet. It's going to be wet. Look, that's fine. Like, that morning fog's going to roll in, and it's going to hit you hard. Right. And then during the day, like, where do you go? Do you have to have a boat moored up so you can go and do things? That's fine. Yeah. Get a little uh, get a little rowing boat. Attach that. So we're just saying, like, fuck land entirely. We're just going to yeah. stick to the water. And, like, look, that that makes it interesting, too, because everyone's gone camping on land. That's true. How many people can say they've gone camping on water? I mean, like, it depends what you mean by that, but I guess not many. I mean, like, specifically... <laughs> camping on the water on the water camping well most people would probably question why you just didn't get a boat and hang out on that but because that's not that's not camping it's not yeah what i'm getting some ambient noise oh my god i I left the secret door open that's why emily (laughs) so i discovered something called the secret door that was it's a Google Earth thing, but it only takes you to cool places, and it, like, randomly jumps you places. I'm still... I have no idea where I am. Mm-hmm. Where am I? I I cannot tell you. I told you. I, I cannot a, see the picture you're I looking at. I am in a vault. Whoa. Now I'm in a department store. That's pretty lame. Why would it take you there? Mine took oh you my to, God, like, there's the fucking a... South Pole. Okay, but in this store, there is a Dalek. Um... Okay. You don't know what... Oh, I was inside a Dalek. That what makes sense. What the fuck? Do you know what a Dalek is? Yes, I know what a Dalek... I've never seen Doctor Who, but I know what a Dalek, a Dalek is. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <clears throat> All right. Okay, secret door. You need to Does mute. it have... Can we include Daleks in our camping situation? Would we want to? No. Daleks okay. are pretty like... No, you don't want them around. Okay. Like, I know they look like trash cans, but they're supposed to be, like, the most evil thing that exists. Right. Well, we'd be around water, aren't they? Robots? They are robots, yes. Can't we just kind of push them in? Yeah, but they're, like, space robots. So maybe they have protections against that kind of thing. All right, I'm bored. Me too. Uh, okay. Do you, um, want, do you want to do music? Equipment. Or do we do equipment? Shit. We've got, we've got time for, for another. Okay, so let's do equipment. Equipment. I think you got to have like, I'm thinking Aziz Ansari from Parks and Rec I definitely style was, camping. I was hardcore thinking of that episode. You need a giant like tent Sky segmented. You need a huge generator. That, that means like a lot of like gasoline and shit to keep it running though. Well, sure. Okay. So you do the generator, you do the sky mall chic. Mm-hmm. Massage chairs. You need a projector and a giant inflatable projector screen for movie nights. Okay. I'm ta- I'm thinking like long term, like we're out here for a while. But what's the- okay? So this is this is where you're sort of drawing the line though, because what's the difference than just now you have a home out in the wilderness? Like you've created a home for yourself. Well, it's on the water. Well, I like a more like rustic setting. Like the point of camping is going without, right? That's why you've left your home and your creature comforts. Right, 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 right. Yes. Good. Yes. Yeah. However, that sucks. But 
but people like camping. Why would what? it? That doesn't. I don't, I don't think don't. it sucks. Like you're gonna bring your video game system with you camping. Yep. yep. Ooh, I don't like the stationary camping so much. Like I'm more fond of the camping where you have to like pack in, pack out, walk around, set up a camp in a different place every night, travel light. You know, Look, like I want to do get sparse that. wilderness survival style camping. I appreciate that, and I also like that. However, there's another mentality to camping that is how much are you willing to set up? Like, how much comfort can you make yourself in a short period of time that you can break down and set up very quickly? So you're talking like the hamster tunnel attaching geopods type thing. Yeah, which well, also I think would float very well. I, I agree with that. I mean, that was a form of camping that I have done before. Not soup, like not completely souped up, but we did. That's like a festival camping type thing. You know what I mean? Like right. that's like a whole thing. Like when I went to Wakarusa with Kit, our uh-huh. other brother, we had the whole setup. Like we had a little tent village with mm-hmm. like a big fire pit in the middle and like a hangout zone, a big you know, tarps See, over the top of everything. Everyone's trunk backed up to it. So you could like open up the car trunks and get even more space. And See, that was really awesome. This is what I want, but on a giant platform in the water. Okay. So like we have a whole tent city with a giant fire pit in the middle. Okay. All right. All on a floating platform. And you just got to be really careful, dude, because I'm like, thunderstorms are going to be your worst enemy in this situation, right? You have to be well, yeah, very... It's not... A, look, it's not ideal. Well, isn't the point of it to be ideal? Like, what if we just move this part in a land and then it's just Well, perfect? no, it's, it's not ideal specifically for storms. Okay. But, like, the whole point of it is that it's easy to set up, easy to break down. And that's that's for, like our research and development team to figure out. Okay. We're just the ideas here. Yeah, we are. We are just like idea generators. Like we yeah. we have, we don't get into the minutia of the <laughs> you know, everyday mechanics of this thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like no, I feel like this could work. Like I I agree that yeah. seeing the stars is very important, right? And that is one of the more important aspects of camping. Yep. And then you have your comfy tent city. And I'm like not an air mattress fan. You know what I like to do? I like to do like blanket fort style. Just like shit tons of blankets. So cozy. Love it. That sounds awesome. It is awesome. I think now would be a good time for music. I agree. (laughs) Okay. Um, So our music this week is brought to us by Tara Uncles. Um. This is going to be off of uh, her album that she released last year. I'm not exactly sure what it's called. You could have looked that up. I could have. But he did I didn't. thought she sent me the name of it, and she didn't. But this song is from Tara Uncles. If you like what you hear, you can find a link to find more of her music in the description below. No. 
Thank you okay. <laughs> to Tara. Uh, if you liked her music again, you can find uh, a link to find more of her music in the description below. Sweet. Yeah. So we were getting into the getting into the swag. Yeah. A little bit when we uh, when we left off. What are you thinking for fashion? What's your ideal camping fashions? Okay, so they have a couple things. That are labeled, I don't know about you, but I love camping stores. I really enjoy walking around them and seeing all the things that I can't afford. Like going into the Dick's Sporting good, mm-hmm. Goods and walking around and being like, wow, I would love to camp like this. Like that's yep. pretty cool. Like all the little silicone cups and shit and like yep. all the fancy like jackets that are like convert into other things. Mm-hmm. Very neat. Very cool stuff. But my thing is, once again, packing light. You don't need a lot of stuff. Right. So you have to get things that double as other things or that that work, right? So some of the things they have there are like underwear that you don't need to wash very often. Like a really hardy underwear that like are bacteria resistant. Which like ask ask any guy. That's like, that's any underwear. Am I right, guys? That's Dads, disgusting. You hear me. You disgusting. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, you need two pairs of that, like, special <laughs> camp underwear. And then uh, you just need, like, a really solid pair of camp pants. You know, the zippers at the knees look really cool in those. Super mm-hmm. dope pair of hiking boots. And, like, three shirts. And you're, yeah. you are And this ties good. in back to our, our children advice. Spend money on hiking boots. Yeah. If you're going to spend money on anything. Yeah. Your hiking boots are can be your best friends or your worst enemies. Worst enemy. Oh, also camp shoes. You need your, your, because you want to take those hiking boots off every you now and then. You want special camp slippies? No, not slippies. Some like, special slippies for base camp? <laughs> well, you do need base camp shoes. That's what I'm saying. I tend to go for like a water shoe. Like I, oh, I'm mourning. I have this pair of Keens that are like really ugly rubber shoes. I use them for. Did sailing. you say you're in mourning? I'm in mourning because I oh, lost no. them in the swamp. Oh no! Like they, your feet came out of them. Uh, yeah, because I was down to my hips in the marsh. Holy shit! And the marsh took my shoes, and those are like strapped tight. I don't know if you have Keens, but they like strap no. hard to like onto your feet. Like they're pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And nope, the, no, I've got the a, pluff mud just took them. Just, <laughs> they were gone forever. I've got a pair of Merrill hiking boots that have served me very well. Oh yeah, yeah, I got it. I got a, I have a solid pair. Actually, I got mine from an Ecuadorian camp store because okay. I did not know what I was going to be doing in Ecuador. Like I completely misunderstood altitude when I was there. Like I did not uh-huh. get it. I did not get <laughs> like when I was packing. I was like, it's called. Ecuador, it's gonna be hot, you know. Yep. <laughs> like that was my thought. Well, I was wrong. Okay. Because where I was in Ecuador was like very high in the Andes, like very right. high. I remember. So it was like winter time, but all the time. <gasps> it was like okay. So I lived a little down the mountain, so they're like, "You're lucky. It's like springtime every day." But what they meant is like it's cold at night and warm during the day. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And I brought like tank tops and 
you know, shorts and like right. light jackets, you know, just in case, but nothing like intense. And then they told us, no, for our field trip, because we were doing like a lot of biology work, we're going to mm-hmm. go and we're going to hike Mount Chimborazo, which is like a giant mountain, like uh, mountain climbing. <laughs> like We were right. going to do that. And I didn't have any anything for that. I didn't know. Like I was like, oh, I did not. <laughs> I did not look into the day-to-day, so I had to, like, get hiking boots for, like, mountain climbing. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a pair from there. But now they're, like, well-traveled. They've climbed a mountain with me. Like, that's... That's good. They got street cred. They have some... They have some solid street cred. Also, Andy's Mountain's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, so pretty. Like, we stayed in, like, this camping lodge that looked like it was in the Swiss Alps, you know? And it was just like right. at the, in a valley and surrounded by these mountains. Like Oh, that's the best. Like I was not expecting to see snow when right. I was in Ecuador. So I was a little yeah. chilly. But it was it was really super dope. It was really dope. So yeah. Food. Mm. So what this do, is what do you this what do you think of for food? This is something I struggle with, right? Because right. I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat mm-hmm. I don't eat that meat. But meat stuff just is better when you're camping. Yep. Like all of those little ready rice meals that are easy mm-hmm. to make. They all have like chicken stock in them. Yep. So basically when I'm camping, I like I am like a little forest creature and it's like nuts, oatmeal, freeze-dried fruit. Right. Like that's how I get by. So bean burritos. S'mores, s'mores are a must. Yes, absolutely. If you're not backpacking, Got it. You yeah, gotta you can't have, have that sweet shit when you're fixins. when you're backpacking because you'll you'll get murdered by a bear. Right. Hot dogs are just easy. Mm-hmm. You put them on the same sticks as your s'mores. Probably clean them. Although not that. dogs, not dogs are pretty great too. I have no idea what that means. It is a fake tube of meat. Gross. It tastes. Exactly like a normal hot dog. That is even more upsetting. Yeah, it's like they, they got it down. Like they really, <laughs> they did a good job with that. What, especially if you're on our, our fancy floating platform, what dad and I did when we went to Alaska, what we did pretty much every night for food, which was so fucking good. We were in canoes going through Alaska and people had their fishing poles like out the back of their canoes just like while we were rowing and they would they would pick up a lot of stuff we we got um a lot of rainbow trout mm-hmm. and pretty much you every know rainbow night, trout are, are are invasive right i did not know that yeah the english were like we want to see fish that we like to to have up here in the like mountains and shit and they uh they brought them up because like, they used to like to go camping and so they like brought them into like I don't know, like the wooded areas and like think about the Appalachian Mountains and stuff yeah. like that. Like they liked going camping too when they first got here and they were like, yeah, but you know, it'd be cool. Fucking trout. Trout. Yeah. So they brought like fish they liked to, to fish. Wait, how did that happen? That doesn't sound right. That might have been like a really <laughs> fake fact. Because how would they bring live fish <laughs> over? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fact check myself okay, here because this sounds really wrong. It's something my biology of fishes professor told us, but I don't know. Like, how would they do that? So we would catch a lot of fish over the course of the day, and then at night we would we would flay them, and we would wrap them in tin foil, and we would put like, um, somebody had this the uh, just a bottle of like Tabasco chipotle sauce. Uh-huh. And we just dumped, like, a good portion of the bottle just into the inside of the fish and then put, I think someone had some spices that they put in there as well. You just wrapped it in tin foil and put it in the fire. And then, like, that was some of the most delicious fish I've ever had. And you know me. I am generally not a huge fan of fish. Mm-hmm. So, like, to, coming from me, that's high praise. That was one of, like, the best meals I've ever had. Probably helped that I was like starving yeah. and working out all day. That's true. Okay, so I was not wrong. Okay. I was wrong about the English thing. That was very wrong. That was not correct. <laughs> <laughs> but they are invasive. Uh, now they're found on every major continent except for Antarctica. Like, 
they uh, they are introduced worldwide to improve fish stocks. Got it. Yeah, and they're like super invasive, almost everywhere. So like it, you, the fact that you saw them in Alaska, like that's like normal sauce. But if they're right. like over here in like the Appalachian Mountains, like that's bad news. They're not really around. Gotcha. Because they're supposed to be west of the Rockies, and they are just like not anymore. They're like everywhere. Okay. And they're still intentionally introduced places. That's cool. Nice. But yeah, catching, good job catching fish. <laughs> Catching Good fishes, job, people. That is something like okay. Is that something I've had to deal with too down here? Is like there's an abundant like even though I'm vegetarian, whatever. Like fish is like pretty much the only game in town, and also it's all right. like super local and like so like generally not bad. Yeah, and generally it's not like big fisheries that are produce like that are catching all of these fish. It's like little independent fishermen. Right. So it's like okay, well you're supporting the local economy, and also they're not really harming the fishery because they're watching it really carefully right so i was like okay like fish down here that's cool i still eat like certain fish species but like i have been like digging into some oysters and flounder because that mm -hmm. is like legit it's so good so if i was camping a you're very hungry and b it's like you're taking what you need to survive like i'm down with that i think that's yeah. cool buy fresh buy local mm -hmm. just want to throw that in <laughs> Yeah, we're, we uh, have to expand our brand a little. You know, we have is, to really start. We're 24 episodes in now. Like, we mm -hmm. have to really start deciding, like, what what issues we really stand for, John, as, like, a I think, podcast. I think we're, we're pretty solid, steadfast. I mean, we have a pretty cool brand, I think. Do you mean, like, we need to we need to pick, like, a cause to fight for? No, no, I don't think we're up to cause fighting yet, but we can definitely, like, start to, like, pepper in some, some good opinions about things. I mean, I think we do. Yeah, like... More or less. I'd like to keep it... Sustainable podcasts, like... As not... Yeah. I'd like to keep it as not political as possible just because it's not just funny. A, I just think it's a very inclusive green podcast that, we've, that we're cultivating yeah. right now, and I, I like would say that. so. Yeah. And it's on theme, too, for that to... For us to state that here. Yeah, exactly. Um, last thing I had for food was Dutch oven cooking. Okay, I have never personally done this, even though I've been camping many, many times. So why don't you the elaborate? One, the one thing... Well, well, okay, so a Dutch oven is like... That's when you put your... Like, you're sleeping in bed with your buddy, oh, and you shove your head under the covers, and you fart. Uh, yes. Yeah. As I am to understand, that is another definition of a Dutch oven. Yep. <laughs> So what my, a real Dutch my oven is, is Dutch like, ovens are not that positive. <laughs> They're not great. Not awesome. A real Dutch oven is like a, it's like a cast iron pot, basically. Mm -hmm. That's like, it's like really thick cast iron and it's got like four legs on it and it's got a, a heavy lid. And my best experiences with Dutch ovens have been Dutch oven cobblers. Ooh. It is you could make so good <laughs> i mean like cobbler of any kind is just like supreme dessert that's like the yeah. best kind of dessert but like having homemade cobbler that tastes better than most cobblers you've had when you're in the middle of the woods mm. is fucking bomb hey number one you could also make a dutch baby john <clears throat> i have no idea what that means that is, is that another fart thing no it is not <laughs> i'm keeping the farts to a minimum okay um the Dutch baby is like a, a pancake that you uh -huh. make in the bottom of like a pot like that, but it's thick. It's like a good inch. So it's like you like put pancake batter, you like coat the bottom of a big pan. Exactly. Whoa. Exactly. Or you know what you could do? Like make it almost like a pineapple upside down cake. <gasps> that sounds amazing. Yeah. So you do like the nice caramel, make it like make a caramel sauce in the bottom with like the, the pineapple rings, mm -hmm. pancake batter shit on top, cook it up in your fire. Deliciousness. Oh man, that sounds so good. Amazing. That's hard to say about that. Also, well, I'm like someone who really enjoys camping, right? And even though I've had mm -hmm. some bad experiences camping, <laughs> um, of course, like everything else I do, I've, I've realized that John, that I am not like a put together individual. Like, <laughs> 
my parents asked me recently like why most of my stories end with me almost dying and i don't have an answer for them but one of the things that my very first i've never had it to this day i've never ever had it i don't even like bananas but i still want to try it because i've never had it and i got cheated when I was a child, okay? I went, what? I went to sleepaway camp for the first time when I was in second grade or between right. second and third grade or something. I was a young child, right? I went to sleepaway uh-huh. camp. And it's like one of the last days of camp and we're doing these things called banana boats, right? You take the foil, okay. you got your fire, you take the foil, you split a banana down the middle, right? Okay. You fill that banana with all sorts of treats. Like you do like okay. marshmallow, like mini marshmallows, caramels, uh, like chocolate. Graham mm-hmm. cracker crumbs, whatever you mm-hmm. want. You throw it in the split of that banana, right? You wrap it up in tinfoil. You stick it in the fire. Call banana boats. Sound amazing, right? That sounds awesome. That shit gets all melty. That banana cooks almost like a banana's foster situation. So good. Okay. That sounds incredible. So this was Girl Scout camp. We're, we're all making our, our banana boats. We decide, okay, while the banana boats are cooking in the fire, we're going we're gonna to play a little game. We're going to play follow the leader, right? Okay. I'm like eight years old. Sounds like a blast. We do some follow the leader. Someone like, we're like hopping around on benches and whatever. My ass falls down. I break my ankle. I never, <laughs> ever get my banana boat. I had to leave camp. <laughs> <laughs> I was that bitch at camp, my first time at sleepaway camp. I went back I to sleepaway. This. I went back to sleepaway <clears throat> camp for eight consecutive years after that, and not once. Not once did I get a banana. Did you get boat. a banana? Boat. We never did it. <laughs> I ne- eight years, John. That's a long. <laughs> that's a lot of years. That's no banana years. boats for me. And I have no, I have no reference for that because I went to camp just as much, if not more, and we never did anything like that. <laughs> no follow the leader, no banana boats, no friendship bracelets. No. Well, maybe the no follow the leader is okay because that didn't turn out well. For yeah, some it did people. not work out. I was begging them. I was like, "No, I'm fine. I could still walk. I could not still walk. My just ankle was banana boat. my ankle was broken." All right, you could take me to the hospital. I just want bring me my bring, banana bring boat. Bring me the banana boat. Yeah, no. So that was that's my food story. That's good. Yep. Uh, for activities, all I wrote down was laser tag. How would you even implement that in the wilderness? I don't really know. Okay. Well, we have stargazing. <laughs> hiking is a big thing. Fishing is a big thing. People enjoy. Right. Uh, the bonfires in general. Singing kumbaya, maybe someone brings a little acoustic guitar. Does it have to be kumbaya? It does not have I'm going to say yes. Oh, it does. Oh, well, I mean, like, okay, you can have more in your repertoire, but yes, kumbaya is, is necessary. It is necessary to have in yep. your rep. Or don't bring a guitar. Mm-hmm. Those are the rules. It's either kumbaya or nothing. Dems, Dems the fucking rules. Well, that was like, we went camping in in the Andes in Ecuador and we like met like the Quechua people and they like did like a performance for us. Like they did like their traditional song, like a, so, some traditional singing and dancing and whatever. And we were like, Oh, that's so cool. And then they gave us a guitar and we're like a bunch of biology students and like no one is musically inclined. I was like, I sing, you know, but that's it. And they were like, well, who can play the guitar? And one girl could play the guitar. And they're like, uh-huh. now sing us some of your traditional music. And we were like, oh, a bunch boy. Of, we were like, oh, no. And we're like, what do you know? And she's like, I know Soul Sister. Oh, boy. <laughs> so we, they like gave I us some nice I do not appreciate that our ambassadors yeah. for America So that's what that particular people Kichwa people believe that American like culture is, is train <laughs> like that's it that here's it's the hey thing soul sister from they're train. not entirely wrong no that I'm is just sad about it yeah like that's a, sorry guys that's that's how those people see americans now and it's my fault uh, <laughs> why didn't we teach you more guitar i i can't play guitar john i don't know how 
and uh, Kelsey played Train, and she did a great job, and we all sang terribly to Hey Soul Sister, because guess what? That's that them so high notes. It's a high song. It's a yeah. high song, and I'm like, I got it, but I have that like flute-like supra- soprano voice. It's not like a pop-friendly voice. <laughs> <laughs> the voice like a flute. Voice like a little flute. So, yeah. Not great. I, I just, like, when I think about camping the way that normal people do it like i mean we've done a lot of high adventure camping and trips and stuff like that but when i think about camping the way that like normal everyday people think about camping like people who didn't camp all the time when they were kids it's just like going to a campsite nearby and setting up a tent and like drinking with your buddies and eating whatever the hell you want and whatever i just think about that one time when we were in high school with Taylor that we went. <laughs> I was in college for that. Were you? Yeah, I, we had graduated. No. Mm-hmm. You were in high school. All right. We were yeah, back. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I might have been like a junior in high school, mm-hmm. which means you guys would have been freshmen. Mm-hmm. But that was a ridiculously... That was a terrible time. ...stupid idea. And well, I, I don't like know drinking and to camping, this day like, why we did it. People feel like they go together, but they really do not. Like, I don't well, feel like I love a good drink. You know me. Our listeners know me at this point that I love a good drink. It is not a situation that you want to be in. Like, you should not have alcohol when you're camping. Right. I It, it leads to some bad die. ideas. But I, I think where we went wrong was not with the drinking and camping. I think where we went wrong was with the fact that it was like, what, December 28th? Yeah. In Northern Virginia, which is like not one of those places in the world where it's warm all the time. Mm-mm. No, we it almost was, we had three people to a two person tent. And which we honestly in that situation was probably better. No, I like we brought another tent, if you recall, but we decided not to, it was even set up, I believe, but we did not use it. Nope. Because we would have died. We probably would have died. It was a very stupid thing for young people to do just because they needed a place to drink. Yep. And then you add alcohol to that situation, which is a blood thinner, and causes you to be even colder. <laughs> it's really bad. It's like a, you've put yourself in a bad survival situation. You'd think that like all of those survival and like well, like wilderness survival things, like training that we had, would have kicked in at some point. Yeah. It did. It did not. It didn't. No, we fe- we did. It did kick into the point where we were like, "Let's go home. <laughs> Let's, Let's go to anymore. Denny's." Like, oh man, Denny's felt so good at the end. Yeah. So camping, Denny's is an important part of it as well. Yep. Camping, give up, go to Denny's. Yep. Or It'll Anita's, be man. And you get to go or to Anita's. Anita's. You're in Nor- you're in Northern Virginia right now. Mm-hmm. Ugh, lucky bastard. Oh shit. Yeah. I should do that. You like should. for lunch. All right. I think that's about it. I think we did it. I yep. think we're good. Sounds so, good to me. Uh, we have Thank a- you again yeah. to Tara Uncles for her song. If you want to hear more from her, you can check out her link in the description below. Thank you so much to Ethan Gustafson if you'd like, uh, for our intro and outro theme music. If you want to hear more from Ethan, you can go to our website, getdowny.com. He also has his own website, ethangustafson.com. Uh, we'd also like to thank Audible.com for being our sponsor. If you would like to start your free 30-day trial to Audible, uh, to their audiobook service, you can go to audibletrial.com slash downtime. And for totally, totally 100% free for a whole 30 days, you get access to their whole catalog of audiobooks that include Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Book One by J.K. Rowling, narrated by Jim Dale. You by Carolyn Kepnes, Steelheart by Brandon Sanderson, Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, and so many, many more amazing books you can have access to for for free for a whole 30 days if you just go to audibletrial.com slash downtime. If you'd like to submit a how-to, have any questions, comments for us, or complaints, you know, that's all good. Please yeah, email dude, us, us up. at downtimesubs at gmail.com. We'll most likely respond to you most of the time on this podcast because we got time. It's the yep. 50-minute long podcast, you <laughs> we know? Got, we got time to fill. We got time to talk about that kind of stuff. So, yeah, please send your suggestions um, to downtimesubs at gmail.com. We always love to get 
mail. Thank you so did much. You, for, yeah. Did you talk about the rating and subscribing? Oh, yeah. Please, please, please rate and subscribe to us on yeah, iTunes. Go on iTunes. And Leave us a little rating. Us a rating and Not just a, a star rating, but a comment. We have to have mm-hmm. uh, a couple comments on our iTunes, or else we will not be seen by other people iTunes won't yeah. recommend us and it'll be it'll make us sad because we want so we want this out in the world like yeah we're we're ready we are like a fledgling and now we're ready to to flap flap fly away <laughs> so yeah I think that's it that's gonna do it for us today thank you so much for listening I'm Emily Downey I'm John Downey Al Roker I will fight you <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>